Ahoy there, matey. Welcome aboard the world of boating. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. You're going to need a bigger boat. Brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. I was just looking in to buy a boat of my own. Call World of Boating toll-free now at 1-888-28-BOAT. That's 1-888-828-BOAT. And welcome. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, and Mike the Mariner rounding out the crew here on this holiday weekend. Hopefully, you're making the best of it, uh, buying all kinds of boating stuff for the for the boater on your list. Or if nothing else, going into the boat store and buying us stuff. Feel free to send it to us. We're uh, we're always open to receiving gifts. What do you oh, What do you need boat stuff for? You don't even boat. That's a lie. You passage. That's rumor <laughs> That's a, and innuendo. We have created a whole new word for you. It's it's to passage. Hmm. Is to is to great <laughs> is to be a Greg Holt. Okay. How about just a captain's hat then? No. I can play no. Captain. No. Captain and Tennille. Right. <laughs> we get you a Gilligan hat. Oh, you know what? That'd be kind of cool too. I would I would actually be open to that. But anyway, feel free to get us whatever you see fit. I, I, I'm leaving it. And by really us, open. by us, you mean you. Yeah, I am opening uh, us up to some serious uh, abuse. So I'll tell you what I want. I want a gas card. A gas card? Why? You've been spending too much on your uh, on fuel? Oh, yeah. On your vessel? I have a wide carbon footprint. We've talked about that before. Yeah. Yeah. yeah let, let, <laughs> uh, bore us all with telling us how much fuel you had to put into your personal yacht, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure we're all going to hey, feel really badly hey, for you. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> hey, any amount of fuel these days is uh, a, a bit of an investment. Yeah. Even a small boat. How do you uh, go about recouping some of those losses when you're out? Like, didn't you, did you and uh, our buddy go out last week? Yeah. Yeah, we did. We went for a cruise, uh, uh, what, Friday, last Friday. Yeah. Yep. So did he give you some money for fuel? Hey, 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 hey. No, 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 no. You never do that? No, no, no. no, no, no. Hey, whoa, whoa. I I stepped in something here. (laughs) Nobody, no. Hey, when people ride with me, I'm riding, I'm taking my boat out anyway. There's good answer. Okay. All right. Be our guest. Wink, wink, nod, nod. (laughs) You, you. Well, it's like bringing a bottle of wine no, to the party, no, right? No, you no, you bring no, something, no, even though you're no, not supposed to. No, it's good form. No, I mean no, unless you are for hire. There if you, you are. Go. If right. you are a charter boat, yeah, okay, that has met all applicable rules, regulations, and inspections, and right. are for hire. Only then can you accept anything. In the way of remuneration or right. compensation well, for a talking, trip on your boat. I'm not if talking about compensation. I'm talking about just as one friend to another. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Because in the eyes of the authorities, yeah. that can be seen as compensation. I understand that. And but knowing no, the no, that no. went out with... No. Stop it. Stop. Mike the Mariner. No, I just know it. how he operates. He doesn't leave home without something. Uh, some no, kind of Mike, Mike does not accept anything. Greg. What is wrong with you? I did not say he accepted it. I said he brought it on just to show good form. Probably. Yes. Am I right? What? 
Yeah, well, he, he brought he brought on some no. uh, liquid refreshment no. too. No, I supply all the liquid refreshment. Really, I've got a very very well stocked. Boat. Well, make sure you do this next time when I'm in town because <laughs> I want to be on there with you. But you guys had a good outing though, did you? Yeah, yeah, okay, absolutely. Right. So, uh, but just for the record, you you can't uh, do that. No. Right. <laughs> Otherwise, you, I'm much you, more likely to come on board now. Otherwise, you could be seen as a charter for hire. Right. And you could then open yourself up to a wide range of liability and mm-hmm. or fines. Yeah. And you do not want to do that. All yeah. of which are bad. All of which are bad. Those right. are all bad. Those they, are all you know, bad things. But let's be real. It's a gray area. No. See, no, no like, it is not a gray on. area. Let me set up an example. Okay, so let's say Barry, uh, our South Florida superfan, who's not with us today because he's out playing. Well, don't name anybody specific. Just say Boater A. No, I'm saying Barry because he's at SeaWorld today hanging with his family as opposed to doing his job here on the world of boating as Captain, you know, uh, Barry the Boater. So he, he's playing family. Okay, sure, it's the holidays. You get a pass. But uh, regardless, <laughs> what if uh, I went down there and, uh, you know, we went out and did some bugging off of his 17-foot Triumph, right? And we, we did some lobster hunting, and, uh, and you know, I, I don't give him any money for fuel, but, you know, we, we go out, and I'm like, you know what, Barry, I'm going to catch lunch for you. You know, uh, you were nice enough to take us out and stuff. Listen, I, I got lunch covered. No. What do you mean, no? No form of compensation whatsoever can be exchanged. Well, it's not compensation. It's just being a friendly guy. Greg. Yeah? No. For the holidays. No. You know, in a giving mood. You know what? I kind of like where this is going, though, because I got an instant out. <laughs> exactly. Barry, I'd love to pick up lunch, but... <laughs> there you go. Yeah, there's the law. <laughs> Absolutely right. Okay. All right. Well, now I got something to the pesky file law. away. The All pesky right. law. That's, that is actually very good to know as a boating passenger... <laughs> I'm well, because say, that is something that you excel at is yeah. passenging. Yeah, Merry Christmas to me. Wow. All right. Okay, so we got that out of the way. No, no, because I, I, I have what? a feeling There's it's going to come back up in conversation with you again. Well, uh, yeah. If anybody wants to invite me on their boat, feel free to do so. Especially now that I know I don't have to give them any. <laughs> no, that's only if they're not a licensed captain. captain. If they're not carrying a Merchant Mariner's credential, yeah. But if they are, and they run a business, then yes. I'm not going to waste my time with them. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. All right. Well, anyway, uh, are there any other holiday elements that we're going to navigate through today on the on the you know world of boating, or we're going to save that for another? I I think we're going to save that. We're 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 a little too far out from Christmas. What? Uh, Yes. You tell me. We're smack dab in the middle of it. We are not. What are you talking about? Anybody who does Christmas knows you wait until four days before the actual Lies! day of Christmas. No. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. What do you have against Christmas, man? Yeah. Come on, Scrooge. Come on. Get in the Christmas spirit. Really, Patrick? The one you time obviously year. have never listened to this show <laughs> around one Christmas time. of year we could possibly bring some Christmas cheer to the world around you. Don't fight it, Patrick. We, we know... Yeah, oh, I don't down, fight it. I've, I've already strangled it, killed it, and stomped it into the ground. Yeah, well, we know his his heart is like 10 so times I, too small than the average human. So I guess he won't but, be wearing a Santa hat, you know, here in the studio as we approach Christmas, right? Yeah. Absolutely not. Not? Really? Uh. Actually, Barry left his watch cap. Here, take oh, this. Oh, look at that. Merry Christmas to you. 
Why are you throwing this thing? Because at me? you can wear it on Facebook it's Live and show everybody gonna, your Christmas spirit. Short Pass that over the, uh, to him, Mike. I'm not wearing that. Come on, Mike, it's for, Mike, Mike will wear it. It's for Christmas, and you know, sure, it has Barry's funk on it, but that's, that's okay. See, that's hey, I, see, Mike, he's representing. All right, all right. off so we you, go. You, you look like a full size gnome. This on uh, <laughs> Facebook Live, and we apologize. That's not a good look for you. <laughs> uh huh. That that empty space at the very top is called the plus, reservoir. Plus, it's hot. Anyway, so uh, there's enough for that, or or do we have any holiday stuff to share? Any kind of cheer at all? Today? Uh, well, <laughs> no. Okay, figures. Uh, we we actually we need to we need to get serious on on a couple things. All um, right, and even though they one definitely probably relates more to boating. Um, in the state of Florida, there, there's another story that um, involves our our favorite type of watercraft, that being jet skis. Mm, but we, we did we, we did want to start off with um, the snorkeler that was hit off uh, the coast of Palm Beach. Okay, um, by this by this passing boat by a um, boat or a, a by by a water boat. by okay. a boat. What, well, how big of a boat? A very large boat. Okay, did the snorkeler have a flag? It was, with a, it was a it was a 36 foot yellow fin. Okay, so okay. fairly good sized vessel. Uh, so the snorkeler was out flag, there. Flags were up. And dive this, flag. This was on Thanksgiving afternoon. Wow, you had a dive flag with them snorkeling. They, they were only a hundred yards from shore. Um, is, is where they were. So uh, only that's that's pretty far. Hundred yards. Yeah, nah. that's just outside the surf, isn't it? Yeah, West that's, Palm. That's, yeah, that's not that far. That's yeah, it was just outside the surf. Okay, well, yeah. All right. But, so they were using dive flags. They w- they did have a dive flag. They di- multiple flags, plural. Hmm. Okay. And so this uh, boater didn't know what that well, meant, maybe? Well, th- this, this guy um, said that he saw the flags and tried to stop but couldn't. Hmm. Now, I'm not going to call this guy a liar, but no. You, you, don't, you don't try to stop a boat. You, it's, it's not that hard to do. I mean, it's not that hard to bring the boat out of gear into neutral, mm-hmm. okay? The boat may still be continuing onward. You can then put it into reverse um, to slow your forward momentum. Yeah. But at least that way, when you're in neutral, even though the boat may be still moving through the water, the props have stopped spinning at a high rate of, you know, Rotation. Well, and yeah. Plus, if you're cruising that close to shore, you would think you'd be, you know, have an eagle eye out there looking for. Well, we're going to get into that a little bit more. Okay, we will do that next, right here on the World of Boating. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers, listen up. From their high-impact NK 
resin to their exclusive Power Claw latches. Nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear. Plus, Nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market. The company has been around for over 15 years, but it's new to the U.S., so we've made a small number of Nanook cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Go there now and check out Nanook, the evolution of protection. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Even Keatley wasn't ready for me or anything that followed. Chased by a police department led by his ex-girlfriend and hunted by brain-fork-wielding Fijian assassins, it's everything he can do to keep from getting locked up, killed, or worse. Kava Screw is available as an ebook for $2.99 at Amazon.com. Kava Screw. Put a brain fork in him. He's done. successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast thank you for listening i'd like to wish you a merry christmas and a wonderful new year from all of us to all of you a very merry christmas And at this joyful time of year, we want you to be with us. So gather round our lovely tree where all the lights are shining. We'll be as happy as can be while all the bells are chiming. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate. That's me along with Captain Patrick and Mike the Mariner rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest boating news and information. And uh, put Captain Patrick in the mood for Christmas. Just to be clear, uh, with the little ditties like that, we got more to cheer you up. Was it, uh, at least you can say my mood is consistent year-round. <laughs> okay. You, you look at that as a positive, and well, I you, guess we'll you, leave you, it at that. You know what you're getting. So I, what I, is I, your I, favorite holiday? Hmm. Crotchety day. Captain Every Patrick. day of the year for Captain Patrick. Crotchety day. Old man crotchety day. St. Lama's day. St. La- what? Yeah. St. Lama's day? St. Yeah. Lama's day. St. Lama's day. Yeah. Wait, there's a, there's a day. Is that like Festivus? St. Lama's? <laughs> yeah. For the rest of us? You're not going to expand uh, that? No, uh, I, g- I gave you an on- honest answer. You okay, want, you we got to Google You want to make fun of my response? Okay, no, no problem. Not making fun of it. We're just like, no, yeah, you sounds are. pretty stupid. I like it. So you got to so Are you saying a religious holiday? Well, is, what is, is it? Stupid? I asked you, what is it? I don't know. It's just something that I remembered from uh, St. Lama's Day. Yeah. St. Lama's Day. Yeah. Like llamas. Like yeah. the animal? But no. <laughs> <laughs> are you going to explain to the idiots in, in the room like uh, Mike and myself? No. Okay. All right. Google it and you can find out for yourself. We'll Saint leave it Lama's at that. Day. Thanks is for it, nothing, Patrick. It's something I read in a book. 
Merry freaking Christmas to you. You know, you know what books are, right? <laughs> See, this yeah. is this is how I get you in the mood. I'm waiting for the movie. All right. So, uh, getting back to this story, though, uh, and getting a little more serious about yes. the the guy in Palm Beach. Okay. Well, this this was a young man. His name is Carter Viss, and uh, mm-hmm. certainly wish him all the best on his his road to recovery. He's got a long way to go. He's actually a marine biologist. Very young man. Um, working for one of the organizations down there. Yeah. And uh, 75% of his, I believe it was his right arm, was severed. Ouch. Um, they recovered his arm, but, you know, the the, the reattachment was, was not going to be possible. Right. Um, deep lacerations to his legs, mm-hmm. um, some broken bones. So they, they say there's some dive flags in the area, well, but they the didn't boater say, they didn't. Did, they didn't say there were dive flags. Okay. There, there were other, but the boater were, said he didn't see it. He, see he said he was looking left and right and didn't see the divers, the dive flags, the boats. He didn't see anything because okay. he was looking left and right. Now, if he was looking left and right, and I know this, this, this is taking a huge leap, but if he's only looking left and and right, and not looking ahead, he's a moron. Mm, okay. okay? Um, There's that. Certainly, when you're at the helm of the boat, you, you should be scanning. Mm-hmm. We talked about this uh, the other week. A couple weeks, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but not so much that your head is like on a swivel, you know, right. that you're constantly in motion. You need to have an awareness, again, something we talked about, of where you are, the waters you're boating in. And this is one of those areas where I've been in transit with yachts that I know where scuba divers will be. Right. Snorkelers will be. Well, that's what I was uh, alluding to before the break. I said if he was only 100 yards offshore, his head should be on a swivel. You you shouldn't be cruising uh, fast, let alone... Uh, not paying attention like uh, religiously if you're that close to shore. Greg, his head his head shouldn't be on a swivel to the point where it's constantly in motion and you're not able to visually take in. Well, I'm just my point okay. is should but, he have been even running as fast as he was uh, well, that no, close to because, shore? Because witnesses yeah. said he he was moving at a high rate of speed. Right. One uh, diver uh, that as he approached started yelling at him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the kid. Uh, uh, Carter, uh, the young gentleman who got hit, was also motioning, and yeah. he he tried. In fact, clearly, just yeah. a few days ago, they removed the breathing tube, and he was able to talk for the first time since the accident. He, yeah. First thing he said is, "I swam as hard as I could yeah. to try to get out of the way." Yeah, clearly, he was not paying attention. The boater was not paying attention, and in that area, divers dive off the beach and off boats. Yeah, it's a popular and, snorkeling site and diving so, site, right? Yeah, and which is why I stay. I I make it a point to go far, far outside because a, I want to run at speed if the conditions allow, and I I I we've talked about this too in the past. I don't believe dive flags are large enough or high enough, especially in choppy conditions. And because I I feel that way, I don't want to put myself in a position where, because of my own shortcoming. I well, can't, which there are a lot of. I don't see it, <laughs> and something bad happens. Right. So, well, do we know what the conditions were like that day, or do we? Uh, Thanksgiving Day. Yeah. Was was, was, was it kind of windy bad. that day? Nice. Yeah. It was nice. But the thing is, you know, you have to operate to meet the conditions. So, if the conditions right. were bad, he should have been slow, careful, avoiding yeah. other boats. Well, this guy saying he didn't see any divers or dive flags when they saw him. 
is a problem. Now, if he was running his boat such bow high attitude and wasn't able to properly maintain a watch, that's a problem. Mm-hmm. They also found open containers of alcohol on the well, boat. Okay. They now what they don't say is if they bothered to test him, test him, mm. which I think is a problem. Um, I think that it, in well, poly- you know, even without the booze issue uh, involved in this, it sounds like uh, several mistakes were made mm-hmm. from by the boater. Was yes. he was he cited for anything? It does not say that he was cited for anything. Wow. Yeah. Well, not yet. I mean, they may still be investigating this whole thing, and we will have to wait and see. But I thought you were alluding before the break, Patrick, that there was. You know, there might be some defense. And what, what were you alluding to, that the, the flag might may not have been big enough, or that is the problem? No, I wasn't, wasn't, okay. I wasn't, I you, I wasn't defending him at all. Okay. I'm just being I, I, clear. Exactly I the opposite. Okay. Cause, cause, my, yeah, own, I, my, own, my own personal experience, though, has been that I personally don't feel that the dive flags are large enough or flown high enough. I wish that they, because in choppy conditions... As you're transiting through the water, and Mike, yes, to your point, you should operate for the conditions, but there's also, you have to maintain a certain amount of speed to make way and keep yourself out of trouble as well. Right. Mm-hmm. And as the boat is bounding over the waves or the swells or the chop, and you have dive flags that may be coming up and down in the chop, right? it can create a condition where you They're don't see it see. before it's too late. I get it. And that, you know, but Which you know is why what? I stay far to the outside. There's plenty of uh, options for divers to use, uh, you know, bigger flags and things like that. You, can, you know, you have the minimums that are mm-hmm. the laws now. And you can always say the minimums need to be improved. And maybe that is true. I don't know. Uh, but I will tell you, in this case, I don't know if you can use it as a fair example of, of making a change. Because it sounds to me like he was just too close to shore and he wasn't paying attention uh, he, in a very just, populated he, area. He flat out wasn't paying Yeah. I, I, so why? I, my, I don't my, even know if it's necessary to talk about the whole die flag thing as, it, as much as it is to, hey, you got to. Well, I only bought people. it up as a point of it's something that. Dumb I'm point, in, Patrick! That I'm in fear of not being able to see. <laughs> to Okay, all right. To defend yourself when you make a, make a mistake. Right? That's what I heard. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Mike the Mariner, rounding out the crew today, navigating the latest boating news and information. All right, so we pretty much uh, covered that issue and uh, set the record straight on dive flags and yeah, let's just boaters say, making mistakes, with, doing, with, with, you know, getting too close to shore and stuff like that. With Christmas coming up for, yeah. the, for, the, for the diver uh, on your list, um, if they engage in this type of diving, Get them one of the largest dive flags you can. That be that would be a great Christmas gift, I think. Mm, okay, absolutely. That, that's not actually a bad suggestion, Patrick. Yeah, they're just not for the front license plate on your car. Okay, dive well, flags. I, the minimum is what twelve or twenty four inches. I forget what it is. You're the, you're I, the I, dive I master. Well, no, I mean you can't buy anything smaller as far as a dive flag in Florida. So yeah, whatever it is, it's, I think it's uh, it might be twenty four. I don't remember. But anyway, there's ours is twenty four. There's bigger ones that you can get. Uh maybe it's minimum of twelve. I don't remember. Hey, by Google the way, it. Saint Saint Lama's Day is to celebrate the first wheat harvest of the year, just so you know. 
that he in, actually Googled it. Yeah, and llamas, yes. llamas eat llamas, llamas, not llamas. llamas. Oh, so now it's not, it's not the animal. Now you tell us. Thanks, Patrick. I told you that before. No, you didn't. We said you mean llamas like the animal, and you said yeah. yes. By but the first way. first wheat harvest. Yes. What if you're gluten free? Then you die. Okay. Mm. All right. Wait, with first Just weed, checking. first weed harvest, wheat, wheat, wheat. wheat. Oh, got it. Okay. Wheat. <laughs> All right, anyway. And my favorite time of the year to celebrate, just so you know, is Halloween. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Does it? Yeah. Okay, so anyway, (laughs) there's some other uh, boating things. There was an epiphany there. Yeah, I just want to move on. (laughs) Save that for another holiday. Right. What else do we got to cover today? Uh, Well, uh, talking about boating mishaps, Mm -hmm. uh, this gets us into our jet ski story, uh, which... Mike and I both have some personal uh, experience with uh, dealing with people like this. This happened uh, over Thanksgiving, actually on Thanksgiving Day as well, but this was over on the west coast of Florida. So this guy um, was seriously injured every after being struck by a boat while attempting to jump the wake of another boat on the mm. intercoastal. Okay. And we're going to tell you how that happened. And how not to be that guy next yes. on the World of Boat. Right. Listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Let us eat, drink, and be merry. Merry Christmas, baby. You surely treat me This is the World of Boating. Greg, your first mate, Captain Patrick, Mike the Mariner, navigating the latest boating news and information on this holiday weekend. Hopefully you're making the best of it, and you're not taking your personal watercraft uh, over the wake of other yachts, whether it's Patrick's or Mike's, and uh, jumping them for fun. It is a hell of a lot of It looks like fun. I've never done it, and I, I see the temptation, but I also think that... Uh, you know, when they do this stuff, like you're so close to that yacht, that vessel, that you're just asking for trouble. And that's what happened on Thanksgiving with this guy out on the West Coast yeah, well, of Florida, he, right? He, he was heading north. These two boats are heading south. He starts crisscrossing wakes, Woo-hoo! you know, to, to jump. Gets out of hand. Jet ski gets away from him. He, he, he gets ahead of these boats, cuts a sharp U-turn to come back and to be able to come back and jump across their wakes. And... The boaters couldn't re- couldn't react in time and wound up hitting them right. because you're acting like a moron yeah. out on the water. And to your point, Greg, if you want to go out and wave jump, go out to the east coast of the state and go Find run off waves. the beach and right. go jump waves to your heart's content where there's yeah. no divers or snorkelers. Right? <laughs> because here, here's what here's this is a double edged sword for boaters. Such as Mike, who has a, a fairly large boat that can throw a, a sizable wake, and the boats, the yachts that I'm transported, where we all know that you are responsible for the wake that your boat creates. Mm-hmm. And if you knowingly create a condition with your boat's wake that could damage and or injure other boaters or people that are on shore, things of that nature, you could be held legally 
responsible mm-hmm. and financially responsible. Right. The, the problem there is when I'm running down the river and jet skis see me coming, they are attracted to my boat. They chase me down. Right. To, to, to do the jumping. Now, you know? here here's what happens, or what, what has happened, is a jet skier sees a boater like Mike, and, oh, man, that thing's throwing a three-and-a-half-foot wake. Uh, I'm all over that. And they, they, they go get in front of him, cut across his bow, come back, jump the wake, lose control, and hit a boat that's traveling in the same direction that Mike is, just slightly to the outside and behind. Mm-hmm. And now... Both the jet skier and the boater who got hit are going to go and sue Mike for creating yeah. a condition because the jet skier can say, "Yo, I was just out." You know, it, right. Yeah, but we have witnesses that say that you were out, you know, behaving a fool. Yeah, but you still created a condition, right? Where I, which resulted in me losing control of my PWC and causing injury and/or damage to yeah. this other boat, and that's why I've. The large yachts on the St. John's, mm-hmm. I stopped years ago because it got to be, it, it, it did me no good to get up on plane mm-hmm. with, and I'm talking going up to 38, 42, 53 foot. All right. Because yeah. they would be all over you. And at that point, I know well enough, especially being in a boat that's owned by the company, uh, deep pockets there. I'm just back, I'm backing down. And I'm just, you know what? We're go, we're going to act like a trawler, and we're just we're just going to make a slow pass. I do that a lot. Yeah, I do it that. Ju- a lot. It take, but it, it's it's a shame because it takes all the fun of it out of it. And on the St. John's, in addition to the jet skiers, unfortunately, with the influx of paddleboarders and the surface kayakers, right? And, and even worse is what we what you'd find is people who decide to go fish in the middle of the channel. You know, in the yeah. middle of the river during spec season, or yep. they're just outside in the weeds, and you're coming around a bend in the river, and you don't see them, and you know your wake because they're in a bass boat. Mm-hmm. You know they're it's yeah. you're, and there's you're it's like there's nothing you can do because unless yeah. you just say I know well enough, and I'm just going to run at yeah nine miles an hour. I was crossing Lake Monroe a few weeks ago, and a jet ski chased me down. I didn't see him coming. He chased me down from behind, and crossed he jumped my wake uh to my starboard side and when he hit the water he was out of shape and uh his when he hit it was slightly tilted to the left and it actually kicked his bow around straight at me now he didn't come close he was probably a good 65 70 feet away from the side of me but when he hit he turned right at the side of my boat and then got control of it again but yeah but 65 70 feet can be closed that distance With could be closed ski? up and really quick. Right. But uh, I was just making the point that it wasn't like he was a few feet away. He, right. He, he was pretty far out. But to your point, jet skis accelerate fast. If he was trying to get control of it and he had his finger on the throttle, those things take off. I call them squirt guns. You know, they just take off like, you know, the acceleration is amazing. And, uh, you know, you... it's just not safe. Well, we see it know? with motorcyclists where they... they <sighs> Because they're not on the throttle correctly with mm-hmm. the right hand, that when they get out of shape or they get in a situation where all of a sudden it's like, whoa, 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 their inclination is to accelerate you know, whiskey, you know, yeah. to, 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 to rotate. Right. And all of a sudden now you're way, way out of shape sure. and you're, you're heading for trouble. Get uh, on a diet. Come on. It's a new mm-hmm. year coming up. But 
it, <laughs> I enjoy jet skiing. I I think that they they certainly I think all watercraft have a a, a place and can be enjoyed and enjoyed responsibly. I like the the versatility of jet skis, being able to get back into areas that you can't get into uh, with a normal boat. You could certainly get in there with you know a kayak or right. a, 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 a stand up paddleboard, but I'm not doing that. You know, but I, jumping I, waves are fun. Come on, let's be real. No, it is it, fun if you're. It's fun when you're 20, and if you're doing it in an area where again you're off the coast and you're doing it when you're doing it off of a passing boat's wake. Again, you. The the trouble becomes that of the boat the the boater that created that wake because we all know it it just you can file a lawsuit for just about anything right and in maritime court it's gross negligence is the overall right. catch all if you will because yet did you realize that when your boat your forty three footer was throwing a three foot wake yes I did. Did you make any attempt to back down? No, I didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, there's something about jet skis that, you know, it, it people operate them differently than regular boats. They just get on them and they they zip around lakes, they zigzag, they they take chances. I just Googled jet ski accident 2019, and I, I'll bet there's 20, 20 stories here uh, of people getting killed or um, severely injured on jet ski accidents just in the past few months. Yeah. Well, the country. I mean, it's and again, you know, they, one of those touristy things that you you could do on vacation that you never do it. You know, maybe once a year, once every other year. I mean, again, or whatever. they're 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 great no fun experience, and yeah. just like with anything, I mean, you you use it responsibly. Mm-hmm. The jet exactly. skis have on the water have opened up a whole avenue for water rescue. Right, um, they, they have their place, sure, and certainly even within the surfing community for they're the big wave a lot of spots. Fun. You know, they they've saved countless lives of even professional surfers that you know wind up getting caught inside and are able to zip in there and get these guys and you know get them out of harm's way Mm -hmm. yeah it's just what it does is it takes away from boaters like mike or people like myself that are actually working the water and to be able to in my case get to where i need to go as as quickly and as safely as as i can right well, when you see them crossing your wake, Mike, uh, do you uh, say, hey, you're number one kind of thing and back off? Yeah, I usually either slow down or – but they you, they take off and go in other directions too. So, yeah. you know, it's so just – they don't really pay attention. There's a, there's a particular area where there tend to be a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, when I approach that area, there's always – boats on the shoreline it's kind of a party area so i, I slow down for that area is anyway. that is that uh i don't want to say it's about 15 minutes up from lake monroe up yes. to st john yes. Yeah. yes right side of the riverbank wouldn't yeah. uh, the like an air horn Florida. work well when when they start doing that and you're and like scare the bejesus out no, of them they don't they the problem no. is they again it's usually a younger person yeah. usually male that is operating that craft in such a manner and Jump! what what compounds <laughs> it be. is even when yeah. law enforcement see them, law enforcement they don't do anything. It's it's like seeing you know the guy on the the ninja motorcycle weaving in and out of traffic at a high rate of speed. I they're, hate they're those feet. Oh, I hate them. But I, but I love jet skis. In so fact, I'll tell you, there's one thing I would love to do sometime. Did you ever watch the TV series where uh, it was like five or six uh, jet skis did a tour in Alaska? And they were pulling sleds with all their camping gear, and they went uh, island hopping. Like hmm. through the Aleutians, 
That'd be kind of cool. Like a 10 day trip or something like that. I missed that I, one. I would love to do something like yeah. that. Yeah. That'd yeah, be like, fun. Like I said, they've got they've got their place and they, their versatility. So and, we don't and, hate all people with personal watercraft. No, we just want it, you to be responsible with them. Exactly. Just, because be these are boats, and you should follow the same yes. rules of the water as uh, regular boaters. Don't forget that. They're not just like you know a bicycle that you borrow for a couple hours. Maybe that makes sense, well, right? That was a terrible analogy. Thank you. Very high I'll horsepower. take it as a win. You're listening to the World of Boating Radio Network. Be an explorer in the other two-thirds of your world. Be the buddy who takes the kids in the aquarium instead of just to it. Be adventurous. Be amazed. Be a diver. Traffic sucks, unless you're scuba diving with Mike Scott. Mike glanced down at his dive computer. It showed less than 50 PSI left in his tank. Probably just a few more breaths. Or riding shotgun in a thrilling car chase. One bullet hit the Jeep's windshield, spider webbing the passenger side. Mike shifted into second gear and felt the Jeep leap forward. This just got serious. Escape your commute with audiobooks from author Eric Douglas. Download to your phone. Go to booksbyeric.com or audible.com. Hosting a radio show about scuba diving and boating is one of the best gigs on the planet. It's actually part of my job to check out and report on cool new products I personally use to enhance my diving and boating adventures. However, I do believe in sharing the joy, and this is why we've added Nanook protective hard cases to our list of products you can now purchase on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com. Nanook cases are designed to protect the most sensitive equipment in the harshest environments. Underwater photographers, listen up. From their high-impact NK seven resin to their exclusive power claw latches nanook has raised the bar for those of you that demand the best protection for your gear plus nanook protective cases cost less than similar products currently on the market the company has been around for over 15 years but it's new to the u.s so we've made a small number of nano cases available exclusively for you at a special introductory price on the merchandise page at scubaradio.com go there now and check out nanook the evolution of protection successfully navigated the sea of commerce and now are clear to cruise with the world of boating i do like the one the radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle the sun the sea air good friends brought to you by worldofboating.com your internet portal for the boating enthusiast all right fellas from the top oh you better watch out you better not cry better not pout i'm telling you why is coming to Christmas is on your town. This is just terrible. Cancel the party. He knows where you live. For crying out loud. He knows that your window's open. Where's your Christmas spirit? He knows what lives under your bed. This is the World of Boating. Gregor first mate, Captain Patrick, Mike the Mariner little christmas uh you know warm and fuzzy type christmas music to kind of put you in the mood for the holidays he knows everything yeah <laughs> patrick picked that one by the way just for the i record. did not i did lies not. 
<laughs> All right, so uh, we have some other uh, boating news and information to navigate before we wrap things up today. So, Patrick, please lead us. Yeah, we got a, a couple of captain stories, actually. Um, one down, again, in our neck of the woods uh, here in Florida, down off Marco Island. Um, Coast Guard is out searching for an empty fishing boat. Now, this, this is a little odd in that... Um, the cap- Usually they have people in them. Most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to move on to the next story. Here's how Greg's already got that one. <laughs> All right. Oh, that, that, that. Do you know what happened to Judge Crater, by the way? Who? Uh, St. Lama's Day. Oh, boy. Okay. Please. So, the, uh, the captain of this missing boat was allegedly attacked by uh, his crew member who was wielding a blunt object. So members of the Coast Guard left the Fort Myers Beach Station. Um, their mission was to find the missing boat. Uh, the story, it, the way it's written, is a little, a little weird. Odd in it's that weird. I'm not quite sure of how things transpired. But um, the owner of the boat said that the captain that he had that he had hired that was running the boat for him sent him word on Monday that there was trouble on board. Soon afterward, the Coast Guard boarded the vessel and rescued him but left behind the boat. Now, in rescuing him, they also apparently, I'm going to assume at the same time, took off the mate who had attacked him, who was incoherent, babbling, uh, Mm. seemed to be out of sorts. Okay, so Skipper and Gilligan had a fight. Well, more like Gilligan was high. Oh. Or was having some type of an episode, speaking that explains incoherently a lot. and acting very. But what I don't understand, and and this is, I think there's something missing from this story. The Coast Guard is normally not known for leaving a vessel unmanned out on the water. I mean, mm. unless it's something that they're gonna they're gonna go off about you know a hundred yards and blast it, do some target practice <laughs> like a drug running boat or something like that, mm. or they. Than- they're not going to leave it adrift and it become a hazard to navigation. So I, I was curious as to how they got to the point where I could understand the mate being taken off because the mate was a danger to herself and to the captain. But if the captain was injured to the point where they needed to take him off, why they didn't put one of the Coast Guard crew members on the boat and bring it back into port mm-hmm. instead of just leaving it because now they're yeah. out looking for it. Well, the boat, it, it's not a very large boat, first of all. Um, what do you think? It's about 33, 30, 34 feet long, if, maybe. If that. And, and it was 70 miles offshore. So, you know, that's in the shipping lanes, mm. you know. So other vessels are transiting th- through there. Uh, they talked about the, the, the batteries. Uh, they left the lights on. Well, you know, the batteries are going to die. Now there's a vessel floating out there that is a, a hazard to navigation. Yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't understand why they left it adrift either. Yeah, well, they must have had a reason. Again, there seems to be something missing from the story. Right. I, I I wasn't able to get any more information, you know, on that other than this this what came across the newswire. But it's again, it's odd that that they either wouldn't have taken it under tow, even though it's not it's not the Coast Guard's job. But if the captain and the crew, the mate, if neither were able to. Uh, operate that vessel safely where they would have either taken it under tow or put one of their crew members on board to follow them back in instead of just leaving it adrift. Now, having said that, 
that gets us to a story, Greg, from Down Under. And this one you will like, because I waited till the very last couple of minutes. Okay. A deckhand admits to having a good day. Drunken sex oh. with the captain. Whoa. <laughs> when the yacht they were on crashed. I knew you would like this. <laughs> and and listen, not that, it really, not, that it, not that it really matters, but that is the crew member. Oh, hello. <laughs> hello. Is this the one where the captain was trying to uh, operate the vessel with a remote control? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah I they, read that. <laughs> so so they're on this luxury yacht. And, what what uh, is this, an episode of Below Deck no, or something? No, no, Come no. On. The, 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 the crew member, uh, 26-year-old Chea Hanley, mm-hmm. admitted in court Monday to guzzling booze and hooking up on the bow of the 80-foot crystal blue with the skipper. Right, and, and they uh, ran it onto the beach or something. Well, no, they did more than that. <laughs> um, she said, "Yeah, I did the wrong thing, drinking on the job, and I should have known better. <laughs> I screwed up big time." <laughs> Be careful well, what words you yeah, use, right there. Well, that's Patrick. that was her, that was her words. The biggest yeah. understatement on the face of the earth. That was. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. with no one at the helm or serving as a lookout, the boat hit a navigation beacon, then crashed into a moored yacht. Before running aground. He made so, the so ocean they, move. So they hit the trifecta. And to Mike's point, yeah, they go up on the bow of the boat. The captain moves the mast so that the camera can't see him. And he's trying to operate the boat via remote control. <laughs> They're married now, right? They are not. Oh. What are the odds? Oh. Pretty well, good, actually. On that holiday uplifting. And he's not employed story. anymore either. He, he is, is not. <laughs> it's time to wrap things up here on the World of Boating. Till next time, remember whether it's sail or motor, life is better as, as a butter. Safe boating, everyone. World of Boating is brought to you by worldofboating.com, your internet portal for the boating enthusiast. Any of this getting through to you, son? World of Boating is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. Computer standing by. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at (gasps) worldofboating.com. Computers can do that? So tell a friend and come aboard every week for the World of Boating. This is so great. I can't wait. I'm getting goosebumps. Feel me. Feel me. The radio show devoted exclusively to the boating lifestyle. TTFN, ta-ta for now. The opinions you just heard on the world of boating are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. What are you being such a weenie for? While on the water, your safety and the safety of many others depends on you. So boat smart and operate your vessel only after receiving the proper training and instruction for your area. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at worldofboating.com.